0: When it comes to delegating in your business, it could become super overwhelming and honestly, kind of scary. Because uh, up until this point, if you've never hired someone or maybe you've only failed at doing it before, it's discouraging. And and we go back to that old adage that you know a lot of us probably, I know for me, growing up, would hear the things of if you want it done right, you got to do it yourself. Or you know, there's no good people out there. You can't find good help. Right? Like those were lingering, limiting beliefs that I had when I first started. And you know now I've been able to overcome those. But you know I, what I want to talk about today is like what are some of the simple things that you could look at delegating first in your business that aren't going to you know break your entire world if you ha- if you do it incorrectly. And you could learn a lot from you know going through this process. Learning how to grow your business—that is your job. Being the one to do everything in your business, however, is not. Welcome to That's Not My Job, an introvert's guide to building a business beyond yourself. So what I want to do is give you three areas where you can go ahead and delegate in your business today if you've never done it. And typically, these are areas that are needed in any type of business that need to be delegated. And so let's let's go ahead and dive in. And really prefacing this is when you're thinking about delegating, especially when you're first starting it, you don't want to start with the most complex things first especially if you're not great at it you don't know you're not really you know experienced in doing it yet you don't start your first training day and run 20 miles that's it's it's you know you're setting yourself up for failure what you do is you start to create little wins maybe you do you know a couple miles a day 3 days a week and then the next week you add on a little bit more you add 10 or 15% more or 20% more onto what you're doing week after week And so week after week, you're starting to make slower, you know, uh, slowly and slow increments in the progress that you're making. And so, you know, uh, over a few months as you're training for this marathon to run 26.2 miles, by the time you get there, you've progressively trained your body and you've went through the challenges of what it feels like from running two miles in a day versus four versus seven versus 10, 12, 15, 18 miles. And you've you know acclimated your body to being comfortable with it and being able to work through it pretty easily. And so that's the kind of the way that you have to look at delegating or another way to look at it is, you know when I have conversations with uh, with entrepreneurs is this. You know, when you're thinking about one of the first tasks you give someone, right? Like, again, tasks that aren't going to, you know, break your business if they're done wrong. Like, I'm not going to ask someone to do open heart surgery as the first thing. I'm going to say, hey, can you take out the trash? And, you know, on Mondays, all right they did that all right let's start stacking on like again it's just it's simple things that you want to start to stack on and create little wins for yourself because one if you've never done it before you need to build the belief in your head And that it's possible to have other people be able to help you build a business beyond just yourself. Because otherwise, you're going to end up in the same trap that a lot of small business owners end up in, which is they're doing everything themselves. They don't have a business. They have a job. And I'm sorry if you do... If you are the only one in your business, you have a job. just You just happen to have to do a lot of jobs for you to make a living. And that's okay. But you're not here to just be okay. You're here to grow a business that allows you to create more financial freedom for yourself and more time freedom as well so that's what we're talking about here so one of the areas which is kind of funny and this is going to be the the first area that you are a knucklehead. If you're doing, you know, let's fifty a hundred thousand plus a year, even just in revenue, like even like a smaller amount like that in revenue a year, and you're not delegating your bookkeeping to being done by somebody else, you are literally a psychopath by spending the time on it. And the reason why is when you're a small business and you're trying to grow and you're trying to do more revenue and you're getting yourself caught up in a task so simple like you know like bookkeeping you are totally wasting your time when you could be going out and creating more business like you have to as the business owner be focusing your time and attention on selling more on marketing more on getting in front of new new clients or new business to continue to add on to the business that you're doing and so when you look at bookkeeping, it's really funny because this was about eight, nine years ago now, um, when, I, when I first started in real estate and I was a real estate agent. I didn't know how to do bookkeeping. And I was really honestly scared. And you know, I remember watching YouTube videos on QuickBooks. And I was like, Okay, I'm going to do my own bookkeeping because my CPA said it was going to cost me like 200 or $300 a month. Are you kidding me? Two, three hundred dollars a month. I could just do this. Like I'll just do it myself. Watched YouTube videos, and then I would start doing it. And I like got it caught up like one month, and then a month went by, and then I was busy because I was getting new business and I was you know getting deals under contract and selling deals, and so I was I was doing those things. And fast forward, three months went by, and I was like. I haven't done my books in three months, I don't know what's going on. like what am I spending money on? Oh crap i there's subscriptions that I haven't canceled for months ago that I should have um and if I would actually wasn't being a knucklehead and I had a bookkeeper sending me a report every month, I would have been seeing that versus me doing it sporadically in an unorganized way, which was my process. I would try to get to it when I could, and most of the time it wasn't done on time, right and so it, it's funny because eventually. You know, this is back. You know, I was I was twenty one, twenty two. I I decided to you know I'm gonna I'm gonna have a bookkeeper do my books, and so I got my my CPA. I said, hey, I'm ready to have you know your bookkeeper take these over, and they took them over. And then I started getting monthly reports, and I was spending a couple hundred dollars a month on it. And I'm like oh my gosh, like, why didn't I do this sooner? Why was I wasting my time spending, you know, five, seven, eight hours or 10 hours of of time a month doing this? Because I was unorganized and I had to go look at all the statements. I didn't know how to do the automations and you know, uh, in the way that a bookkeeper did. So I was like, freaking caveman style working through this process. And so, you know, One of the first areas that's super easy to outsource or delegate is bookkeeping. Either have your CPA that does your taxes already. A lot of times they offer bookkeeping services. So, see if they can take care of that for you. The company that, you know, shameless plug, but at startvirtual.com, we do bookkeeping services. And so, um, you could have our team help get that taken care of for you as well. But it's just an area that it's a waste of time for you to be doing it, especially if you have any ambitions of, you know, to multiple hundreds of thousands a year to then, you know, millions a year in revenue you got to think bigger and be focusing on bigger things. So bookkeeping, one of the first ones to go. And it's one of those things. Like I said, don't start with open heart surgery. Start with something you know easier. Um, it's pretty simple to outsource your bookkeeping. And then if you know, worst case scenario, they make some mistakes one month, you're able to correct it and you know be moving forward and be okay. So that's that's definitely one of the the first things that I would be looking at delegating. So let's move into the second area that uh, you know I would make a suggestion of. Of delegating or outsourcing or just just getting off your plate, it needs to be done, but you, know, you don't have to do it. And this is, you know, working on the data management or CRM customer relationship management uh, tool in your business. And now I understand that, you know, based on the type of business you're in, this may not be a big thing that you have to be doing. But you know, just take this example and then you know apply it towards whatever that might look like for your industry. When I was building my real estate business, one of the areas that I would spend a lot of time on, you know, hours and hours every week, is, you know, for for me to market to homeowners, there's a lot of things that have to happen. Pretty simple things, but there's just things that have to happen. One of those things is I would need to identify markets, the markets I was going to market to. Then I would have to identify once I knew that what type of marketing channel was I going to use to reach them? And when I knew the marketing channel, then it was, okay, then how am I going to you know, organize the campaign? How am I going to track the results of the campaign? And then how am I going to keep this running on a regular daily, weekly basis where I'm not having to check on it um, you know, all the time? And... At that stage, it was I just kind of did all of it. I would have to figure out where I was going to market to, who the demographics were going to be to market to. And then I would have to manage the campaigns daily, like literally throughout the day, I would have to check on them, make sure things were running smoothly um, within our real estate business to make sure that there's nothing, you know, going on. Because as we all know, technology has issues. And so with some of these platforms being technical, challenges would come up. And if I wasn't paying attention all the time, then I could lose a lot of money by not paying attention. And so I would spend, you know let's say if on bookkeeping, I spent a few hours a month on this area of the business and the data and the CRM management and and those types of things, I would probably spend, let's say, another five or 10 hours a week doing this, or maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less depending on the week. But spending the time on, on this specific thing, I thought I had to do it, and this is a challenge for you is the thing that you think that you have to do is probably one of the things that you can most definitely delegate or outsource. Because here's what I thought, right? If I have someone else do this, what if they screw up my marketing campaign? What if they don't pay attention and you know, they market to the wrong list or they, you know, they don't update the CRM correctly? Well, here's how you resolve that. What you do, and this is tactically what I did, was I said, okay, well, what would success look like if somebody was managing and doing the marketing and data the way I want them to and then updating our CRM in the way that I wanted them to? So. What I did is I started creating Loom videos. So I would record these processes. So I would say, I would literally record up on my computer, start uh, you know following along as I was doing the process. Okay, so when you're going to start your marketing campaign or you're going to start this process, here's what you're going to do. And literally would screen share and record and talk through each step that I was doing to the point of being able to explain at the end of it and, and here's exactly what it should look like. And this is what success looks like when it's done. Click Save. And I would have that as a video that I could then give to somebody so they could just see what success looks like. In the videos that I would make, I would show them how to update me so I knew it was being done correctly and on time. And same thing with the CRM, the way that I wanted it to be updated, then I would have them... I would show them how to do it via a video recording so then they could just follow the video and then update me based on the way that I showed them how to do it in the video. And so obviously, you know, you could take that regardless of whatever business type that you're in and just be able to create some of those processes that somebody could easily follow and then with you showing them what success looks like, it makes it easier for them, right? So like one good example could be, you know, let's just say, you know, this is just a silly example, but You know, say you have, uh, you need some landscaping done, and you wouldn't tell someone, hey, uh, dig a trench in my yard. Well, there's going to be, there needs to be some more specific instructions. It's, hey, can you go into this yard um, and dig a you know a ten by ten you know a ten by five or whatever trench in the yard? It needs to be at this this area in the yard, and the intent is once that's dug, we're going to pour concrete or do whatever we're going to do in that in that specific area. And here here is a picture. Of what it should look like when it's done from another job where we did the same exact thing. And in that specific yard, you know, we've already outlined the specific area where that needs to be dug. So go ahead and do it. Versus saying dig a trench or giving that specific instruction, right? So when you're delegating in general, it really comes down a lot of like the way that you communicate. Because just because you know what some success should look like in your head, if you don't verbally get that communicated to whoever you're delegating to they're not going to get what you want accomplished because you didn't properly communicate it to them. And so when we're looking at this, you know, this is just again another example, but the the action item from this is really okay, if you are doing a lot of repetitive things in your business that are not super high skill that, you know, for for what it's what needs to be done, these are some of these first things that you should get done in your business, you know, the bookkeeping, the data You know, CRM management and really kind of tying into, you know, what I spoke about in the last episode, where we were talking about, you know, your strengths and your weaknesses. The third thing, if I had to say what the next thing should be that you delegate, is your weakness. And this is going to be different for everybody. This isn't going to be a a one size fits all type of a situation. And so, one of the things that, you know, like an example, you know, a, a good friend of mine, Dylan, you know, in his real estate business, just as an example, he was really great at getting deals. Like he would get really deep deals and that, you know, they would be able to make a lot of money. And he would do, he started doing fix and flips. And when he was, doing his business, he wasn't very good at the project management side. And so he wasn't making as much on those deals as he should be. But all of these other things were working so well. And so what did he do to be able to change that is he found a project manager that was significantly better at doing the project management than he was. And so it allowed it helped him actually get projects done faster and more profitably. Even though he was spending money on the project manager they got it done faster than when he did it himself and he they got it done more profitably for him as well by not having to you know take as long to get the project done you know not managing the contractors the way that they needed to be managed and so really that's that's how you start kind of chipping away at things that you need to have done in your business is you know identifying some of the easy levers to pull that are just simple things that you can just kind of pass off And then you start chipping away at things that you're just not that great at. Because the more you lean in again to your strengths and what you're really great at in your zone of genius, the more money you're going to make and the better you're going to feel as well because you like to do typically the things that you're good at. And the more you get those weaknesses and things you don't like to do off of your plate, the more successful you're going to be able to be in your business just overall and more happy in general. Now look, when you want to start this process of delegating and you know just getting some of these things off of your plate, obviously, shameless plug, but you can go to uh, my company over at startvirtual.com. Um, we really help. Business owners with their processes um, so that you're able to successfully, you know, install a virtual assistant into those processes within your organization so that you're able to be more successful um, with what you're building by having some of this virtual help. Um, And it's obviously a lot more cost effective than, you know, hiring US based team members. And not to say that you shouldn't hire people in the United States, Um, we have dozens of US-based employees. It's really more about especially when you're starting the scaling process in your company, how to make the most of the resources that you have. And typically those first, you know, one or two hires, you know, you're having to allocate a lot of the the cash that's coming in to get them, you know, running and and doing the things that you need them to do. But things you could just easily outsource today, which you definitely should be bookkeeping, go to your CPA or you can go to start virtual, have us help you out there. But really, when it comes to um, these areas... They have to be done. We know, we all know these these things have to be done in your business. It just doesn't mean it has to be done by you. So, uh, with that being said, take action. Would love to connect with you more. Um, as always, you can connect with me on Instagram, Cody Barton Official. I would love to hear more episode ideas that you might have. Um, would love to record more and help you guys out with your business and help you go to that next level. And with that, we'll see you in the next episode. To access resources from the show, be sure to visit connectwithcody.com. Additionally, connect with me on all social platforms to stay updated on the latest information and resources.